Hello, this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast 24 for December 1st, 2007. On this episode of the podcast, I talk to Lenka Lichtenberg and Isabel Frischberg of the Sisters of Shaneville, a swing klez group from Toronto, Canada. The Sisters of Shaneville is an all-female group that sings three-part harmony in the style of the Barry Sisters, but with a modern twist. The group has just released their latest CD, Shaneville Express, and we'll be listening to a track a little bit later in the program. So let's get right to it. Here's my interview with the Sisters of Shaneville. Hi, this is Keith, and this is the Klesmer Podcast for Monday, October 29th, 2007. And I'm very happy to have uh, on the line today Lenka Lichtenberg and Isabel Frischberg from the Sisters of Shaneville. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. Nice to have you with us on the Klesmer Podcast. Thanks. We're happy to be with you. How's the weather in uh, Toronto today? Sunny. It's beautiful. Terrific. Um, now, tell me a little bit about Sisters of Shaneville and how you guys started the band and what you're all about. Well, initially I had this crazy idea or a dream of um, doing a, a band based on the repertoire of the Berry Sisters. I grew up with um, parents who were from Poland um, and came after the war, and I grew up hearing uh, a lot of the Berry Sisters on the Jewish shower on Sunday mornings. And I just thought, um, especially after both of them died, I was missing hearing Yiddish and wanted to bring it back. And um, I knew Lenka um, through the Klezmer uh, music circle in Toronto and approached her with the idea. And uh, she thought about it. And, and she thought, thought about, about it, <laughs> and and I, I gave her a CD, and she listened to them, and and you were just kind of like, well, I'm not sure, and then finally, we got <laughs> That's together. That's about two years later. Two years later, finally, we got together once a week in Lenka's living room by her piano and picked up the harmonies um, by ear initially, Um and just, you know, worked on it for a year until we were happy with it. And then we said, okay, let's uh, bring in some players. And then we approached uh, the best people we could think of, uh, and that were women, because at that point the idea of this being a, a women's band uh, had occurred to us. In my case, can I inject a the footnote there, which is because I imagined us on tour, and I knew that if there is a good-looking guy in the band, my husband's not going to be too happy. And so I thought that uh, having a female band is uh, probably a great solution. Well, anyway, but it turned out to be a great idea regardless of that. Um, so then we uh, asked Fern Lindzen uh, as the first one, really, who is a, a jazz singer and a pianist and who's just coming out with her first CD, and she's really wonderful. Uh, so she came on board first. Um, then the next one was uh, Rachel Mellis, who's a bass player, very good, also in many bands, and uh, Kinneret Sagi, our wonderful uh, clarinetist, uh, Laurie Wolf, uh, the, um, the drummer. And Six is our minion. 
Six is Armenian. Yes. Uh, on Thursday, for the big event of a CD launch, we have um, uh, invited a guest musician, and as Jane Fair, she's going to be playing a saxophone. And uh, uh, so we're keeping the format of all women players uh, still going, and it uh, seems to be working out very well. And a lot of fun. That's great. Well, I've I've uh, gone on the website and the MySpace page and listened to the, some of the samples, and it does sound really great. You've done a great job uh, with the music, and the recording itself sounds great. Thank you. Um, now, you've got a CD release party coming up. Um, this may not get to air by before that, but tell me, tell me about what you've got planned anyway. Well, we're hoping that our CDs arrive on time because they're coming October 31st. Um, but we're going to... Which we just got to know, by the way. It's been... Uh, everything was going on with the CD that was one delay after another, and we're really living dangerously right to the edge and uh, picking up the CD one day before the CD launch, which is a lot of fun. I know. Good for the nerves. <laughs> Actually, it's interesting. Our, our title is called Shaneville Express, as if the recording happened yesterday, right? But we, you know, we took the scenic route, and we started, actually, a year ago with the CD. That's right. And now, this. and it's a year now. So what is this? This is not Express. This is some sort of a slow It's a milk cart. It's a milk cart, but, you know, <laughs> it's, a, a, it's true. We the got the wrong cart. name, Isabel. What are we going to do with this? No, it's the right name. We took the scenic route, and it was quite a journey. And yeah. finally, we're going to, you know, Thursday is going to be a celebration of all the work that we've done and um, what we've created. And I, I know I'm really excited to um, to do this. It's going to be yeah. quite a blast. No, I, the CD is a lot of fun. It's uh, it's just what we wanted it to be, and uh, um, we're very happy with the result. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, now, the name Shaneville, is that... Uh... How's, how's that? Is that a real place or something that uh, you came up with? Well, Shaneville is kind of like a place of bittersweet, of memory, of longing, of, of like Shane as in, you know, the Yiddish word for beautiful and, and Ville is a, a city. And as we know, there there isn't your old world shtetl anywhere now, but the music creates that. In the music you can create, and as you know from those um, camps, those music camps, and anywhere where you have that kind of community, you recreate that world, that romantic world where people are connecting and sharing stories and sharing song and sharing um, life with each other. So well, we are inviting we are inviting our listeners to come in and uh, uh, step in for a while with us into this uh, world that uh, used to be, but that we are recreating or reinventing through our music again. And and people come in and they really have a, a great time. And what is really uh, an interesting aspect of this is that uh, lots of people who don't really have, which is majority, I would say, that don't really have a clue about Yiddish. Uh, that are some um, of them not Jewish either, uh, absolutely take to the music and have just as much fun as the ones who do, right? Absolutely, and our music is mixed. Like you have um, a song that will have Yiddish and English all in one song, and that's, to me, so natural. I know growing up with Yiddish in the home, you'd have this combination of Yiddish, English, and Yinglish going on all at once. But that kind of world is actually... 
lost in a way. I mean, that living Yiddish where it's inside your house is, is a very rare phenomenon unless you're in an orthodox community. Well, in our band, let me just put a little pitch in for you there. Isabel is the one who carries the uh, Yiddish soul with us. We all of us carry Jewish souls in us, but not necessarily the Yiddish at all. Uh, as I, I, for example, grew up in an assimilated background altogether where there was no Yiddish whatsoever. And only as an adult, I took Yiddish lessons and started really to get into the culture and the language and uh, became what I am, I guess, a Yiddish singer. But uh, it's not uh, in my background, and neither it is for any of the other members. So Isabel is the only one who has uh, such a direct connection with us. And uh, so we're all uh, making it grow uh, thanks to that. Well, very good. So Isabel actually grew up with a, in a Yiddish uh, household then? Yeah. My parents came after the war in the 50s to uh, Toronto. And, um, and I'm... Um, you know, late 50s baby. And my sister, who's 11 years older than me, grew up in, a, in Berlin initially in a DP camp. And so um, it was growing up with immigrant parents. And so that's a whole other experience. And with the Yiddish world where, you know, it's funny because when I was younger, hearing Yiddish at home was very natural. But if my parents would speak Yiddish outside, I'd want to run under a cover or something because it would sound so strange and so embarrassing. So it's interesting now that I'm, you know, we're singing this out. Um, and I think it's also thanks to all the Klez camps and the whole rejuvenation of the music and the pride that. Yeah, the resurgence of the Yiddish has been brought back thanks to the music and the camps and the, the community and the whole, you know, uh, enthusiasm. And I think it, it's also filling a need that's, that people need today is that kind of, that lost kind of world that we don't have as a result of technology and our fast pace. And this is a reminder of something else that's very much human and very much of the heart. Well, let's talk about that for a minute because for like 30 years now, we've thrown around the term the Klezmer Revival. But lately, say in the last five years, I'd say, there's been more of what I would call a Yiddish revival that's been piggybacking. Well, that's a bad term, huh? But it's, <laughs> it's yeah. been... It's been a... <laughs> it's, it's been... Who's your pig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's figure of speech. Uh, but it's been... Uh, tailgating on, on the uh, on the Klezmer revival, um, and a lot more Yiddish is being produced. I, I'm, I'm finding a lot of recently produced albums uh, that are done in Yiddish, or a combination of Yiddish and uh, other languages, maybe English or another language, Hebrew a lot of the times. Um, so I'm seeing a, a big resurgence in, in Yiddish, and you guys seem to be a big part of that in, in Toronto. Yeah, um, if I can make a little uh, sidestep to that, uh, last year uh, I had a CD released at the Ashkenaz Festival uh, at the same time as Teresa Tova, and we were the two um, two exact examples of what you're just talking about, which is new works in Yiddish that are not uh, taking back uh, uh, songs that already exist, but uh, new works that were composed and are in Yiddish, uh, hers uh, being a um, collection of songs by Bela 
and uh, my own being uh, music that I've, uh, there were poems by Simcha Simkovich that with Brian Katz, I set to music and uh, we produced that as a CD called Pashtas. And uh, that uh, is exactly that. It's a Yiddish uh, still living and still growing and not just as part of nostalgia, but uh, now having some sort of a new lease on life. And it seems to be, uh, it, it just took its own, uh, own route and it's going on. Right, so uh, th there's uh, a growth in the Yiddish, so that's, you know, uh, the klezmer being a wonderful thing, but having the Yiddish coming along as well, I think, is, you know, a really great thing. Yeah, and we do have a, a strong Jewish community in Toronto, and we also Yes, have you do. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and we also have that second-generation community in Toronto. As, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of the immigrants came in the 50s to Toronto. So you have, you know, there's still a lot of elders in their 70s and 80s and 90s who have the Yiddish and their, their children. And so I think it's the next generation that realizes that there needs to be the continuity. Mm -hmm. and we're getting a lot of the second generation coming to our shows and they're the ones actually very often now, I saw some emails coming, uh, that are telling their parents, look, you're going to enjoy that, and I'm going, you want to come along? That's right. You know, it's interesting to watch. Yeah. Right, so you're getting a, some younger audience now too, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. Younger, very diverse from 80s to we, children. We have like four, five, three, enjoying the music. Even they, they may not understand the Yiddish, but they're smiling and moving. and Yeah, like our show at, at the Rex, uh, um, there's children dancing in the aisle there. And, uh, you know, it, it becomes quite the simcha for the all generations included. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's terrific. Now, uh, besides uh, your release party that's coming up, uh, what else have you got going on with the group? Uh, are you doing uh, some other concerts or events? We have a couple of them. We have um, a couple of Hanukkah parties, one at the Transact Club, which is a, a folk club in Toronto, um, one at the Rex, which is a jazz club in December. It's actually our annual Hanukkah party because we break the place down. We, we just bring it down with uh, the music and they have uh, all the latkes and everything like that. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. In terms of touring, we just, uh, uh, well, we've tried, we've been together now for, what, about three years? And... Uh, I find that without actual CD that's manufactured in a factory, it's very difficult to get into festivals. So we got into a lot of uh, local things, but out of the country that hasn't uh, so far happened. But uh, with uh, one in our hands on Wednesday, yes. <laughs> we will be able to finally get uh, to send it to festivals and maybe in Europe as well, where we can uh, hopefully get something organized for, for the summer or for the following year. So the next stage, um, after you get your band together and you play and you, you test your, you know, your material in the audience and your own band, and then the next is the making of the CD. And so when you have your CD, that kind of opens some new opportunities. Yes, absolutely. Anything else uh, you want to discuss? Well, I thought maybe we'd talk a little bit about the material. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's... Uh... Please. 
<laughs> yeah, what's what's on what's okay. on the CD? We 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 know you're. Uh, uh, yeah, there's definitely the Barry Sisters element, which we have uh, started with uh, two part harmonies, Isabel and myself, and uh, then with Fern on board, we've uh, started putting it into three part, arranging it to three part harmonies, which really sounds uh, quite different now than Barry Sisters. It takes it another uh, step further, and uh, also the arrangements have eventually started is sounding more like us and less like them and uh, so I think now we're not you know carbon copies by far we're 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 definitely got our own sound now especially with the three-part harmony so you will take a song like uh, Yidl Mitten Fiedl and you will hear the berries and you will listen to us and you'll realize uh, we're about something else now uh, it's more uh, open. It's uh, more jazzy, especially thanks to Fern, I would say, uh, as well as our drummer, Laurie. They're, they're definitely pushing in that direction, which is great. Um, so and we still keep a little bit of that swing element. Yeah, the sw- definitely. The swing is in there, but it's it's more, uh, it's got always some improvisational sections and so on. And uh, so the arrangements uh, as we go are getting, I think, more interesting and um uh, more our own sound and uh, there is some uh, original music there's a song that Isabel wrote called Half Moon uh, there is uh, my uh, arrangement of uh, Shane Vidi Lavone uh, which I have to say I'm very proud of Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> thank you uh, which is uh, which is a uh, with English words in it as well as Yiddish and it's got some original music sections in it within the arrangement uh, which is all three parts overlapping and so on and it's uh, it's uh, once again uh, taking the music to to our own uh, little world and Kuzina there's a really oh, yeah. we revived Kuzina with three part with three part harmonies and Lenka did this um, wonderful arrangement of Kuzina really jazzed it up and um, with the three part there's a whole new flavor that expresses a whole different essence of that song we also take another song, Blues Stay Away From Me, which is an old Delmore Brothers song. But then we add Yiddish licks, you know, right at the end, like comments after, you know, a couple of lines, which gives it another flavor. Terrific. It sounds like you got several different styles there. Plus, we have a Czech song, too. Well, actually, there is a connection. I mean, they're not so much different styles because they still all sound connected by the fact that the three-part harmonies all sound like us. But also, it's all uh, still uh, from more or less the same era. 30s, 40s, 50s. Yes, so it's uh, from because of the same era. It sounds there is a there is a genre connection. It's it doesn't sound like it's all over the place. I hope. <laughs> well, right, but it's not all strictly just Barry Sisters material. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you mean. Absolutely, yeah. that's right. Yeah, so we bring in other stuff from the same era as the Barry Sisters, which the Barry Sisters did themselves. They often would bring along other songs, not just Yiddish songs, but other songs of the time that were popular and give it their own feel, which is what we're doing, but we're reinventing the Berries and ourselves as we go along. That's great. Well, that sounds terrific. Um, let's see, you want to talk a little bit about your... Uh, Musical backgrounds and how you came to uh, approach the music to start with, and Jewish music in general. You want? Do you want to start, Micah? Sure. Well, I'm a cat of many many hats. No, that's not how you say that. <laughs> Jack of many trades. That's much better. Um, yeah, I'm I'm Czech. I'm from Prague, and my background actually is musical theater, where I was a child 
star. I guess that sounds kind of <laughs> silly, but that's what it was. Uh, then uh, I have classical musical education, so I finished the conservatory there, musical conservatory as an opera singer. And uh, then I was a folk musician for a while, and uh, I sang on Princess Cruise Lines as a pop singer, and I sang with a rock band. And did I leave out anything? Uh, and then uh, I sort of became Jewish again uh, by um, deciding that everything musically I was doing until then was just a, a learning and wasting time. And uh, I decided to put my attention fully into uh, Jewish music. And uh, uh, so that's what I've been doing for the last um, about decade. And I started taking Yiddish lessons and so on. And uh, uh, at this point, I have now three CDs. The last one is the Pashtas I mentioned already with Brian Katz, which is uh, all in Yiddish. Um, as well, musically, I am sort of a cantorial student, uh, or uh, I work already as a cantor here and there. I lead high holiday services and uh, so on, and that really is kind of a new passion for me, uh, also a direction that I will pursue and am pursuing. So uh, so between the cantorial and the Yiddish, uh, Yiddish music with Brian, uh, the sisters is uh, one of the sort of three main things that I do. However, it's, uh, it's uh, <laughs> really a fantastic one, and um, I enjoy it very much. So that's my background. Very good. And, and my, Isabel? My background is more... <clears throat> I can't, my first base is I'm a visual artist and occupational therapist and a documentary filmmaker who started off doing more folk music, more roots music um, and fiddle music. I play old time fiddle and country and um, Yiddish has been always a passion since it's been something that I grew up with and later I started singing Yiddish music and I also write music, um, more singer-songwriter. Um, stuff that I that I play with in an, another trio called um, Kitchen Bells. Um, so my background is more by ear, more intuitive, um, and and that came later in life. Very good. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, so if people want to find out more about Sisters of Shaneville or maybe even purchase the CD or download the tracks, where would they uh, go to find out information? Well, they can go to our website, first of all, which would be uh, which would be uh, sistersofshaneville.ca uh, and also we always have a very updated information on uh, MySpace uh, where it would be myspace.com uh, Sisters of Shaneville so you can find us either place and either place you can listen to samples as well as uh, purchase the CD or you can just write to us uh, through there and uh, we will contact you very good um, okay, well, I guess uh, we're coming to our close. Also, we're going to uh, have a treat of listening to uh, one of the songs from from uh, Shaneville Express. Um, which song uh, are we going to get to listen to? How about Yedel Mitten Fiedel? Yedel Terrific. Um, yeah, anything you want to mention about that? Um, well, it's a, it's a real fun song that we took the version that the Berries did, which is um, from the radio, from old time Yiddish radio show, and um, Lenka came up with this great third part that really makes it whistle. I mean, it really uh, 
gives it this whole new feel that uh, it's a lot of fun. And it's interesting because the song itself I'm, is about, I mean, they, the berries popped it up and gave um, the Molly Pecan version a whole different um, feel. They talk about, you know, a band of 10 brothers who started together and slowly this band became just one. It's like a whole spoof on how do you keep a band together. So it's really fun for, you know, six sisters to, to be singing about 10 brothers keeping a band together. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, that not, is interesting. Not that, we, okay. not that we have any such problems. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine six women. Keith, this is a lot of fun. Uh, Too I, much estrogen sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Six <laughs> strong women. But we're actually doing really well. I, yeah. I'm sure you have a lot of fun, though. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Linka Lichtenberg and uh, Isabel Frischberg from Sisters of Shaneville. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And uh, keep in touch. Let me know how things are going, okay? Okay. We'll do that. All right. Thank you.
Hi, this is Kenny Ellis from Hanukkah Swings, and you're listening to my friend Keith on klezmerpodcast.com. All right, I'm back. That was Yiddle Mitten Fiddle by the Sisters of Shaneville and my interview with Lenka Lichtenberg and Isabel Frischberg. I'd like to thank Lenka and Isabel for appearing on the program today and for providing the track I played. Well, that's about all for this week. I would like to mention some of the albums I've been listening to lately. Uh, first, obviously, is Shaneville Express by Sisters of Shaneville. I'm also listening to Hanukkah Swings by Kenny Ellis. Spice It Up by the Red Hot Tchotchkes. Who Stole the Kishka by Ed Goldberg and the Odessa Klezmer Band. Ein Velt by Brian Bender and the Little Shop of Horas. Pashtus by Lenka Lichtenberg. And Yiddish Songs Old and New by Hilda Bronstein. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to be interviewed or have your music played on the podcast, please send an email to keith at klezmerpodcast.com. I'm also doing album reviews. If you have a recent or soon-to-be-released album you would like to submit for review, please contact me with that information as well. I can also be reached through MySpace at myspace.com slash klezmerpodcast. I'm also on Skype with screen name klezmerpodcast. And of course, the website is www.klezmerpodcast.com. I also encourage you to submit a customer review at the iTunes store. That helps with my ratings in iTunes. And as always, the music heard on the Klezmer Podcast is for promotional use only. So thanks for listening. Stay subscribed. And until next time, bye for now.